All right, now just click the button. We live. Make sure I can be heard, and we're gonna go from there. Gotcha. It sounds like everything is on the up and up. Yeah, it sounds like everything's on the up and up, so we good. All right, this is first in frame race episode sixty-two. As of right now, it's just me and DJ eighty-one. Um, Bill said he may not be able to attend this episode. Um, he's working on some stuff with his music. Wish him the best, and you need to go support that absolutely. Um, no, that's not what happened. He wound up in jail this this weekend. That's what happened. <laughs> that dude went out and yelled at somebody, and I uh, was just like, you know what? Chink chink, got locked up. Oh, so he got locked up. <laughs> yeah, he got locked up. Since he want to say I was in prison or was in jail over the, some type of weekend, I would miss the uh, podcast. So see, yeah, get, get you back. <laughs> yeah, but nevertheless, I mean, you know, he does make music. You guys need to go check him out. He does he does pretty good. I, I just check him out on his Twitter. His SoundCloud should be on his Twitter. Anyway, um, like I said, this is first frame race episode 62. Once again, we're here with more sports and sports gaming topics. Me, myself, DJ81, Bills is the other co-host. Catch us all us on all of us on Twitter. Um, Twitter handle myself is BF Baller, DJ is DJ81, Bills is at Bills Fourth. And uh, also, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. The links of that is in the description of the YouTube channel. Or, or you can just find out the links of those on um, my Twitter as well. Anyway, we're going to jump right into these topics. But first, we're going to ask DJ, man, how was your week so far? Uh, the week's been good. It's been quiet. I've been trying to slowly uh, work out the kinks from a game I played on Sunday. Oh, just to let you guys know, I do still play rec football. So I'm still out in the field running, gunning, even at 39. Man, you love like some I people wish I who are play. on the shelf. See, I wish I could still play, man. Straight up, you lucky. Hey, I, I, I just feel blessed. Even though I'm not the most religious person in the world, I just feel blessed that I'm still able to play at right. a high level. Just to let y'all know, yeah, none of y'all can guard me. Former safeties, former shutdown corners, whatever y'all want to call yourself, <laughs> you can't stop me. It's never stopped me in my all my time I played football. So you know, one thing I want to that. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Other than that, you got the NHL playoffs that are starting. I'm uh, the Caps don't play until tomorrow, but I'm catching all the games today. So that's going to be nice. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds good. I mean, what I'm thinking about doing, I'm thinking about putting a, a basketball goal out here in front of my house or behind my house, in front of the garage or whatever, so I can actually do something outside of work. I mean, my job, I do a good bit of physical labor, so it's, it's like I kind of get paid to work out, but I want to do mm-hmm. some sports activity, so I, I'm planning on doing something like that. But uh, anyway, for, as for myself, um, just another day, man. Just been running around, running some errands, uh, played a few games throughout the last uh, two or three days. Nothing special. Uh, just trying to get things together to put this podcast on the map, just uh, in the talks with certain people in in the Columbia, South Carolina area, trying to get the the name recognition out there. But uh. That's about it, man. Uh, I don't I don't have anything special as far as what I've been doing privately or whatever. Uh, but like I said, we're going to talk about what's been going on uh, in sports and sports gaming. First and foremost, uh, the guys in the chat, what's up, Chris Thomas? Uh, put him in the game once again, B5. Wait a minute, uh, B5, what work are you talking about? <laughs> you don't have a job, last I checked. It's like, I'm just kidding. Oh, man, that's you messed up, man. That. You gotta do that, man. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Tommy, you ain't got no job. 
But yeah, let's talk about these Lakers, man. I mean, Magic Johnson just just up and and just say, "Hey, look, I ain't got it. I'm ready to go. Um, I'm gonna find something else to do with my life. Uh, fuck the Lakers. I'm out." <laughs> Uh, basically, if you listen to that that whole conversation that he had at the press conference, oh, it was like, "Yo, I'm done." Um, I got an article but, saying that basically this is the CBS Sports article saying that um he quit because he wasn't have having fun. I mean, most GM jobs aren't about fun; it's mostly about business. I know some people are saying that you're not, you can't be Magic Johnson when you are the GM. You have to be Irvin Johnson. You have to be all business and. And I know he loves basketball, but this ain't the side of basketball where you can do what you think you can do when you were on the court. It's a whole different ball game. And I don't think he realized that at the end of the day and, and all the turmoil that was going on with the Lakers kind of um, didn't help matters because he seemed like he wasn't really interested in trying to fix those problems. He was just more like trying to go with the flow, thinking everything would be all right. And it, it just got to the point where he couldn't he couldn't deal with it. Uh, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, Chris, uh, I, I saw your tweets. I got them. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about them. But um, yeah, I definitely would like to see that. Yeah. Um. But what are your what are your thoughts about this Magic Johnson situation? Man, there's there's several angles that you can look at this. You can follow the pattern of LeBron destroying teams and stuff like that. Even though he's won championships at two on two of them. But in the wake of all his uh, his playing time, it just seems like coaches get fired, manage. There's a ton of pressure on management to do either what he has influence on management to say or hire management. Or in this case with the Lakers, it looked like it was a situation where it was either it was either stay fire uh the coach and it was it seemed like it was a struggle between genie bus lebron and magic johnson and over and over the coach i, I could believe like, that. it was either fire the coach or you get fired and johnson was like you know what screw that but the other angle was that he all when you watch that video you kind of this was premeditated I don't know when he said that meeting took place. And I guess he was talking about that meeting where they were discussing the futures of like either players and coaches. Yeah, he was I, just he like, said, I, I ain't going to be said, here next year. Yeah, he said it happened like three days ago or something like that. Um, it was earlier this week or over the weekend or something like that when that, that meeting yeah. took place. Well, put him in the game ass. Do y'all think that he stepped down and he got fired? Uh, I think he, he stepped honestly, down. I think he just stepped down. I mean, and I think he blindsided, you know, the management. Uh, the way it looked like, it looked like, oh, this was just, I don't think this was coordinated. It, it was really, it, it was out of nowhere. Um, B5 also asked, the media is slowly killing the NBA league with all the speculation talk, dudes crumbling under the spotlight. Um, I think the media is being in, is, is they're a little bit team too much right now with, the way the media is structured now. I mean, you look at the 90s where there wasn't social media, this type of situation wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't have got out the way it did because it was a little bit more structured. I don't think that he would have came out with a press conference like this. Um, it would have probably been something that you would have saw in the newspaper. Um, but like I said, with the way that social media is now, 
it's nothing for people to just come out and just straight up and express themselves or just come out and just put it out there for everybody to know. It's like a license to just do whatever. So with that being said, um, I, I think me and B5 is going under the same angle with it, but I think that's a easy that's that's the way that I feel that is happening. Um, yeah. Oh, also just to add on to that social media angle, I think because everybody wants to be either everybody wants to be an insider or everybody is an insider. And again, like you said, the way social media is built, you're going to get it 10 million fold as far as information. So it's just like as far as players, uh, management and organizations, they don't know what it, it they have a handle of what to do when stuff leaks out and, and things of that nature. But at the same time, it's like, who do you trust to even say anything to or do right. you just keep it to yourself? So that right. way, if somebody uh, leaks something, they'd be like, I ain't tell you shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, and like I was saying, like in the 90s, so hell, even in the early 2000s, because, you know, social media really didn't blow up to like what maybe 2006, 2007. You know, prior to that, if something like this was to happen, you know, it would have been a circle of probably like three or four people would have known. And, it would have been trusted news people and they probably would have been just putting it out in a paper or you'd have heard about it on ESPN or uh, even back then they had what, I think they had CBS sports had a, a, a television show back then or something like that or ABC sports. I, I guess I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would have heard about it, but it, it, it wouldn't have happened right before a game, like right before the last game of the season, something like this would have happened. Like after the last game of the season, probably would have been put out there. He would have probably did a press conference like a week after the last game or something. Because it's just like, like we said, with social media, like people are just quick to jump and be in the front of something. So they know that this is going to go on Twitter. They know it's going to go on Facebook. They know they're going to have the little Instagram clicks. They know that some websites now are just like television shows that put up um, TV shows like in a, or a clip in a, in a second. So like your ESPN.coms or you know, bleacher reports, you know, they just put it up as soon as possible. So it was nothing for Magic Johnson to just come out there and just say, hey, I'm just going to do this. Um, put him in the game also as says, if they would have made the playoffs, he would still be there. Oh, absolutely. Winning solves everything. I don't think so. Win no, winning solves everything. I don't think so. He probably, because he probably wouldn't have been there after the season was over, but this was it just wouldn't have got out right now. Nah, he – it. There was pressure on firing that coach, no matter if they made the playoffs or not. And if you take what Magic what Magic Johnson said, he did not want to be in the business of firing people. I'm he, I'm sure he's cut. He's been involved in players being cut and traded and stuff like that. But I guess he really liked the uh, I forgot the uh, the Walton kid at at coach. Yeah, Luke and Walton. He just didn't yeah. want to let him go because it, it Luke Walton because of the fact that uh you know he he is a young coach and you know it's it it would be sad to fire him because he was fine and it was funny because he was a fine coach before LeBron got there, while all of a sudden he's a bad coach. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's just like uh David Blatt was a good coach, but because LeBron said so or had some influence, all of a sudden he gets fired, even though his team was winning. It, it's just, to me, with looking at the LeBron angle, it's just, I'm like, he's he, he's my number two greatest player of all time, but 
he just put coach too much pressure on coaching and management for anyone to really suffice. It has to be, you know, a coach that's influenced by LeBron or or management that's influenced by LeBron or nothing. I think somewhere down the, I think some one day down the road we really need to get into the uh, aspect of does LeBron really need to have have his hand in the front office like the like it's all speculative like it is like everywhere he went this situation happened outside of Miami I mean in the, even in Miami he tried it but Pat Riley wasn't having it so one day we need to make a topic of where we're going to ask this question is if this situation with LeBron is it is it warranted for him to be you know, uh, talked about in that light. Is there evidence there, or is it something that people are just overreaching because he's LeBron James? I, I just think that's something down the road that's, that we should we we should talk about. But I, no, I, do, I do believe that if they would have made the playoffs, yeah, you're right. He may would have been out the door, but this would have been prolonged a little bit longer. Yeah, I I do. Let's see. I do have. I am curious about something. After LeBron's finished playing, will he get in get into uh, the front office? Will he get into actually doing those things? Would he actually do what Michael Jordan wanted to doing was uh, take ownership of it by by a team? I think that would be I, interesting I, 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 to see what happens I if he were I, to do that after his playing days ended. Yeah, I think that's another topic we could talk about down the road. But if he doesn't, I think he'll try to get uh, the Cavaliers. Um, I think he'll be a part owner or the owner of the Cavaliers down the road. I, I oh can, yeah, I that can, would be I ironic. Buy out Dan Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can. Honestly, I can definitely see that. Um, B Fight mm. also says just before the All Star break, media already directed the narrative to off season free agent moves. Yeah, I mean, you see, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, the media already put that out there about in LeBron indirectly trying to make some moves or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, I, like I said, I think that's something seriously, when we look at the body of work of LeBron and him being in the league for 16 years, we might want to look at him and his effect over front office. Cause you know, this hasn't really been a thing until like maybe what the second to the last year he left to go to Miami because we've heard rumblings of him having problems with the Cleveland organization after he lost the first time in the finals when he got swept by uh, um, the Spurs. And he'd been wanting to fix the team so it could be viable then. And, you know, mm -hmm. that was part of the reason why he left to go to Miami. So it, it's been going on for that long. So it, it's something to really talk about. Um, uh, anything else you got you want to add to this uh, situation with Magic? Uh, what do you think the Lakers going to be next year? <sighs> Well, I'm not a Lakers fan, so I could care less. Um, it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like you know they're 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 gonna be good. LeBron, I'm like, and then it's funny because I saw this tweet and I knew it was fake. It was just like breaking news: LeBron wants out of the out of L.A. Oh, they already fighting in the, <laughs> in the first <laughs> round of the playoffs. I just turned to look, and the Tampa Bay Lightning and Columbus Blue Jackets are already fighting it to the rink. That's oh, why I wow. like the NHL playoffs. See, that's how much I care about the NBA and their playoffs. Screw them. I'm watching this fight right here. <laughs> you stupid. Um, me personally, I think with the with the um Lakers, uh, honestly, I wouldn't. I I doubt if this going to happen, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they tried to trade LeBron. I wouldn't be surprised. I I, I don't think it'll happen though. But I mean, I don't think yeah, the it's Lakers. Not gonna are, happen. 
the Lakers, what they won or they lost two more games than they won last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think the Lakers are going to. I think the Lakers are going to still be in the same position that they are now, and nobody wants to go to that. Nobody wants to go to that organization to play. Um, the coaching situation is about to be a little jacked up. Um, the front office is jacked up. Um, LeBron is as as good as he is. Um, the 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 cast that he has around him is just not going to be good enough. They they may win maybe forty, maybe 38, 40 games again next year. Uh, that that's just my my assessment. I don't I don't see him doing anything good. Who's going to make it to the finals? Um, put him in the game. Ask. I, I it's got wide my, open. Yeah, it's wide open, but I, I I'm really thinking the Warriors are going to be there again at least. Uh, I don't I don't I see the Warriors. I, I'm about to say Orioles. I think the Warriors are going to get upset. You it'll think probably so? happen. It'll probably happen in the second round. I, I just I, don't, I would I don't like to it. see I mean, that bracket and see how you, you might it be looks. right, but I don't see anybody in the West that'll do it. I mean, Denver's good. I don't have any faith in the Rockets. I just don't. Denver's um, good as long as they're at home. Yeah, because when they played the Warriors straight straight up, and and it's and it's guaranteed that they won't see each other possibly into the conference finals. So. Right. So that the home court advantage for the Warriors actually. And wait a minute, who's number one seed? Is the Warriors the number one seed? I haven't been looking at the standings. I haven't looked at it either. I have to pull it up, but um, because I figured the Warriors are the number one seed. Because I know Denver had a great season this year, so yeah, Denver was like number two, right behind uh, the Warriors. So um, I'm looking at it right now. The Warriors are number one. Um, Denver's number two in the West. On the East is Milwaukee's number one. The Raptors are number two. Um, Milwaukee, as good as they are, I, like I said, I don't see anybody. The Rockets are number three. I don't see anybody beating the Warriors. I I, I hate to say it, but I don't see it. The Clippers are probably going to play them in the first round. It may be a little entertaining, but nah. Um, Milwaukee, they look like they may have an easy path to the finals. But um, I I don't see it. I just don't. I don't see anybody doing it. That's just me. Um, I'm st- you know what I'm still amazed at, and I'm looking at these standings now. San Antonio's still in the playoffs. Oh man, that's just, that's just coaching, bro. <laughs> They've been in the playoffs that's, that's, my whole that's, that's, adult that is, life. That is one hundred percent coaching, bro. It's probably the most like. It, okay, if you don't add in, oh, I think somebody's going to score already. Yep, Tampa just scored shorthanded on Columbus Blue Jackets. But but yeah, but just looking at this, looking at uh San Antonio Spurs over the that my whole adult life, uh they definitely have been the benchmark of success. But yeah, but I mean but when you about them. but when you look at it, don't get me wrong, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. You know, those guys have been great. You had Sean Elliott's, you had, you know, David Robinson's. You 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 had good players, but this right here, what's happening this year, that that's all coaching. That 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 mm-hmm. that's not, that's nothing else behind it, in my in my opinion. That's that's one hundred percent um coaching. But uh, anyway, um before we go into the A B and Juju situation, which I don't I don't think that it's really worth talking about, but it, it's yeah, there. it's not gonna last long. Yeah, it's not gonna last long. That's why I'm gonna go ahead and talk to uh, what Kurt Thomas. Shout out to him; he's giving us a pretty enough two good topics actually. But I'm gonna you jump mean on Chris Thomas. One. I don't know where I get Kurt Thomas from. You thinking uh, about the New York Knickerbocker? That uh, yeah, 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 the basketball player. 
Yeah, the, uh, the former basketball player. That's who you're thinking about. Yeah, I'm gonna get um, I'm gonna talk about this real quick. Um, Nick Bosa. Oh wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. B uh B five, we talked about that last week. So you may want to tune in to uh Oh yeah, yeah. That was episode sixty one. Yeah, that was episode sixty one. And weren't you there? So weren't you even listening? He's drinking. Oh god. <laughs> and it's what? It's only four o'clock in the afternoon. What are you drinking for? <laughs> no, he's in the West Coast, so I, mean, I know that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, like four o'clock. Oh my god, nobody's listening now. No, we're oh, not. We're not. God. <laughs> anyway, um, Nick Bosa um, said he cut. That's his what pro- she said. He cut his uh, pro Trump the 49ers. Um, I guess he had some tweets that that backed the president or whatever. So, due to the four, I guess the 49ers. Was, oh, uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. He said he, mm. he said there's a chance he might end up in San Francisco, so he cut his tweets. Um, I don't have a, a issue with whoever you tweet about. My thing is, like, if you perform well on the field, it, it is what it is. My thing is, as long yeah. as you're not trying to tweet about, you know, like, graphically nasty stuff, like, you don't want to be the football player um, up there on the Twitter handle, you know, the porn Twitter handles to retweet that type of stuff. Or you don't want to be talking about, like, serious issues about hurting, you know, ethnic groups or you know, all this other stuff. I mean, you know, the the president rhetoric is not the best by any means. And sometimes some people may look at it as a racial connotation behind whatever he says, but he's the president. And if you back him, whatever, do you perform well on the field? That's all I care about. So with that being said, I, I understand it because of the, the plight of the sensitivity of how people feel about politics nowadays. But for me personally, mm-hmm. I don't care what you tweet long as it's not overly offensive and you can play ball. That that's how I feel. I mean, I, I can care less, but but that's how today's yeah. things are way things are today. What what are your thoughts about him cutting his tweets? I, I I'm like I'm I'm with you, VF, on this. It I'm like as soon as I heard it, as soon as you mentioned it, and shout out to Chris Thomas for 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 those tweets. Um, I don't care. Like as a sports fan, I don't care what your political opinion is. I'm like, shoot, me personally, I have Trump supporters as friends, and I talk with them not necessarily on a daily basis, but I'm able to at least talk to them. And and it's like, you know, your opinion is your opinion, but in a sports realm, it's just like, look, can you get to the quarterback? I don't care if you like Trump, Obama, Hillary. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. I figure I get her name on here, and um, <laughs> and any other politician. I I don't care about that if you're trying to get to the quarterback. Right. It's I mean, just I, I don't care if you can hit a three point shot in basketball. I don't care if you like Buju Banton for president. I, it's just one of those things where it's just like I when it comes to sports, you can intertwine politics and. And sports, but you can't make politics the reason why you don't get, either get drafted or why you don't get signed. Right. You know, and, and, and you know that's the thing that I know that's going to be a little controversial. That's one of the things I, I the problem I had with Colin Kaepernick. Don't get me wrong, I, I had no problem with what he was doing. Yeah, putting on his MAGA hat. <laughs> you, know. you know, I mean, I had no problem with what with what Colin was doing because I'm I'm, I'm all for kneeling and getting things right with these with some you know, law enforcement agencies, how they treat minorities. 
I've worked in a situation. I've saw it happen firsthand. You know, I've saw how some of my fellow officers do these type of things. So I'm I'm 100 behind that. But when your production didn't speak for you know itself, yeah, there were other quarterbacks that weren't as good. But at the time of you not getting signed, I can't really get mad if you're not getting signed at the time that you just became a free agent. But now I understand, like after the fact that you had the Nate Petermans of the world, or you had some other sorry ass quarterbacks throwing seven interceptions in a game. Yeah, it, it would be viable to sign him in between that. Yeah, I feel that he got blackballed. But at the time of this all going on, and you became a free agent, you, I can see why you kneeling or not, people just not going to sign you. I, I I see it. But like I said, that's just a whole different topic when it comes to just your performance. But as far as political stuff. I, like I said, like you said, I can care less about what you do on Twitter as long as you're not being overly offensive, you're not being racist, you're not trying to, you know, you know, talk down about another color, race, or creed. You're not trying to talk about molesting babies or murdering people. It's nothing like nothing crazy like that. You know, but other than that, I come to sports to get away from that stuff. I come to sports to to have an alternate reality even though it is reality, but it's alternate reality from what I've been doing throughout the week as far as work or whatever the case may be. So I don't want to get bogged down with that stuff when, you know, I just want to see players perform their best. So, uh, I I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Nick Bosa is wrong. I'm not saying the 49ers are wrong. It's just that we just know the, the, the environment that we're in now that, you know, politics itself has, is trickled over to the point where, you may have to be quiet so you don't mess up your money. You know, it wasn't always like that, but I mean, it is what it is. So I mean, yeah, it, that 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 is a sad situation to know that you know it like like anything I tweet. It, this would be a separate subject for a vi- separate video. It probably won't appear on this uh, podcast, but it is sad that you could tweet something and it could affect you. If you right. tweet something political, it could affect you getting a job or not. Right. So I mean, you see. I mean, you see it now. You see, they tried to do it with, you know, they did it with Kevin Hart. They did it with Kyler Murray. They did it with Kyler Murray, man. When the dude won the Heisman, they went up and pulled up tweets of him at 14 years old talking about uh, gay people or something like that. I mean, dude was 14. Could you imagine the dumb shit that we all said at 14? Let alone it being on Twitter. Just just saying it in, you know, with your buddies or friends. Shoot, imagine the dumb shit that people say now. Exactly. And you're going to go after this guy. When he's, I mean, I mean they do it all the time. Like, it's like when people, they go back to some people tweets and say some of the craziest stuff. And it's like, that that should not disqualify them from doing what they do best. I, 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 I don't get it. But like I said, this is the... This is the environment that you're dealing with. And, that, and that, that's just like we we're talking about with Magic Johnson on social media. People are quick to jump out there and put things out there so fast because they know it's going to get that attention. You know, and that, oh, and that's that I'm sorry, that's another thing I wanted to add that that also talks brings up that Magic Johnson situation. It's the fact that and Denzel Washington said this best. It's like the media has a huge responsibility, and right now they're more worried about being first than being right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I'm like, and then also it's just like we have all of us have too much information. And that leads into being too much quick information to and respond. it comes in too fast. Right. Too much yes, information exactly. and the information comes in too fast. You're exactly, exactly right. That I mean, but going back to with 
Colin Kaepernick thing. Mm-hmm. That's why that situation got thrown out. It, it got it spun out of control. Because when he was kneeling, people were thinking it was one thing and it was another. If this happened back before social media, people would have got a, a, a 100% complete understanding of what was going on. Yeah, you had I the Olympics. It. And, you know, when dude put up the black, the black glove fist, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what they're, I'm like, I wasn't alive when that happened, but I can imagine the reaction was, you could tell, like, you got your source of, like, you knew what was going on. There was context. Now it's just like everybody exactly. controls context these days. Exactly. And that's, and that, and that's not right. That's the only reason why, that's the only side of the kneeling that I was against because you have dumb people that did not understand it. And the fact that they didn't understand it, they'll make it something worse than what it is. And that's why the, the whole situation with that entire movement never came to fruition because of what people thought it was, or they thought it was about the military, or you're disrespecting all cops and, and blue well, lives that matter. And the settle, and the, well, that and the settlement that they uh well not, not, no, I'm not I'm not even that was... no, that right, that, <laughs> no, no, seriously, man. That that it's whole settlement thing because they, they people were starting to saying that it was under 10 million dollars. Now I ain't saying that it's not that's a lot of money still, but with the fact that it, it was reports coming out uh... that first it was 60 million, now it went down to under nine million. That shit pissed me off because I know this man and Eric Reed didn't go out for like that. Now I don't even want to talk about that. I know they didn't go out like that, but but like I said, like the whole thing as far as the kneeling thing, it that's the part that made everything jacked up when it comes to social media because people thought it was something totally different than what it was. And Colin never had a chance to explain it because by then you just had some people who was opposite of the situation just ran with it and it made it even worse. You know what that actually reminds me of? It reminds me, and, and put them in the game, we'll, we'll laugh at this. It reminds me of the time where, like, there was a convergence in the sim football community, and people, before they were game changers, they were outside EA protesting. They went in, came back out game changers. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. Yo, we ain't ain't going to lie, man. I need to find out what's the status of being an EA game changer nowadays because nobody talks about that shit no more. Man, right now, I I bet you Sim F Ball and Smitty are probably both. Well, we already know Azura's not a game changer no more, but we know Sim F Ball (laughs) and Smitty probably a danger if they keep talking that shit. I, I need to know what the status of that is. What does it entail? Because I'm going to tell you, it ain't us. It ain't the sim people. It ain't the people who tried to compromise with the situation and say, all right, it is what it is. You got these people playing that arcade style of Madden just taking over that entire situation. That, Pretty much. I, another topic for another day. Um, no, actually, Chris got that, will be, that will be a surprise topic later on. We just haven't revealed it. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, I just thought about that. Um, Chris has another topic, but we're going to um, jump on that after we get to another of these topics that's on the um, – And Tampa the just scored again, so they're up to nothing on Columbus. Fuck Columbus. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you stupid. AB and Juju, Antonio Brown went off on uh, Twitter or Instagram or what are the, one of these two social media sites. Basically went after uh, – Juju about him uh, asking for advice and uh, so no no what happened was somebody a random guy just tweeted uh, Antonio Brown about Juju and he just went right back at him and saying that he fumbled the ball in the last game of the season. Oh, I, 
I know I know what exactly was because Juju had gotten uh MVP of the season for for the Steelers. Yeah, that happened afterwards, but I'm talking about what initiated. No, no, no. Them. That happened before no, that happened before I thought that happened before the, the A B fired back and stuff like that. No, yeah, I mean I mean chronologically. It had to have been the reason because yeah. it was just like, oh, if he's the offensive it, then why how how no, did no, no, you right. this based on the person that yeah, yeah. yeah, chronologically that happened, but I was just saying what happened with the whole Twitter situation when somebody tweeted Antonio Brown about what happened to um, mm-hmm. it, 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 he basically uh tweeted him about I can't re- remember what exactly what it was, but I know that uh Antonio Brown came back and said that Juju fumbled the ball in the last game of the season, and y'all uh, um, like how can you be an MVP but right. you're gonna fumble the ball, fumble the season away? I right, think that there was you go, there you go, there you go. Yeah, and with that being said, you know that started the whole thing between them two. And Juju said, "Keep your emotions off the internet." And then AB tried to clap back by posting a DM of Juju when he was at USC, saying about um he wanted to look up to him for advice or whatever, and mm-hmm. he wanted to become a good receiver like him. And it, it's crazy because before he put that DM up, I'm going backwards a little bit. Before he put DM up, Juju. Came out and said, "Look, look, I don't know why this man is trying to slander me. All I did was look up to him and tried to, as a mentor and tried to be as great as he was. And I don't know what's his diva issue or whatever case me putting it in my own words, but that's what happened. And that's when he put the DM up, and and it's basically AB basically played himself because like, yo, Juju's is basically saying what you're trying to. I hope this ain't trying to put make him look bad because this is exactly what he was saying. Um." I'm not trying to go between the back and forth or uh, there's no size to take. Cause if you got common sense, I mean, you know, who size to take in a situation, but I'm just actually surprised. Cause from my end, I never realized that Antonio Brown was this bad of a diva when it came to his performance and the player that he is. I know about the, the situation with the Facebook live in the locker room and all this stuff, but I never knew it was this bad or Maybe he just got worse as time going on. Um, what are your thoughts about this whole situation between these two? Man, AB making us receivers look bad. That's basically <laughs> it. It's like, you know, I, I said this to VF earlier before we went live. It was just like, look, I look at wide receivers as a fraternity. And, okay, I'm going to get slapped for this one. I look at the wide receivers are fraternity, not sorority. So it's just like, look, all that, all that female emotional BS that AB is on, he needs to stop. He just, he just really needs to stop. And it's not been a good look. Also, wasn't a good look when he had that blonde porn stash. <laughs> I was oh, like, God. what the hell were you doing that for? It just like he just went nuts at some point, and it. It that the optics on that definitely weren't looking, especially doing expose videos with uh, what's the linebacker? Uh, oh, James Harrison. No, 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 it wasn't Harrison. I think it was with uh, Joey Porter. Yeah, Joey Porter. No. Yeah. Was it, Joey was it Harrison? I know he did one with uh, with James Harrison because they were supposed to do like some type of podcast. Whatever. I know. Talk about everything. I know Joey Porter was trying to expose some stuff, but still, it's like you you're doing stuff to expose certain people and. It doesn't really change anything about his relationship with Ben Roethlisberger. Everybody's saying, 
everybody's coming out saying Ben Roethlisberger is a trash teammate, but um, AB is just another one too. It's just like it's just like that Spider-Man meme between them two, between uh, AB and Roethlisberger. They're both trash teammates. That's basically it. And eventually, the Steelers will be rid of both of them. And just give Roethlisberger a couple of years; he'll be gone too. Yeah, I, I mean, my thing is, you talk about these other receivers. And um, you had your Keyshawn Johnsons, you had your Randy Mosses, you you had your other diva receivers, even yeah, you your Terrell Owens. But you got to get credit to Terrell. I don't think Terrell would have never done nothing like this. You know what I'm saying? I I I just don't see it. Like what what's going on with AB? And and, and Chris Thomas is right. He got worse because he got paid. And Ryan Clark was the first one to say it. Like he remember saying it back when they was on the team together. They said, "Don't pay that kid because once you pay him, it's all you doing is creating a monster." And I'll be damned mm-hmm. if he wasn't right. But my thing was, even then, I never saw Antonio Brown to be this type of player. I, I just did not know. But, I mean, obviously, Ryan Clark played with him. He's got the inside track. He would know. But I just thought he was a quiet kid from a small college that, that balled. I never knew this side of him was there. But um, What's the saying? They shouldn't have never, never given them niggas money. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He is definitely one of those. He's definitely the subject of that. Yeah, one. absolutely. And I mean, look, I, I I don't know what to tell you with the situation. I don't I don't have much to add to it. Personally, I hope Juju balls out because this he he seems like a good kid that got his head on straight. He seems like a good kid that wants the ball and wants to win. Um, I don't care for him if the team necessarily wins or whatever. I'm not a Steeler fan, but just the, I like to see players who are trying to do it the right way. And um, at one point, I thought A.B. was that kind of guy, but never in a million years I'd have thought. I mean, he basically, when you think a diva receiver, he got to be number one on the list at this point. I mean, I I, I had T.O. up there. Hell, I even had Odell up there at one time. But, hell, Deshaun Jackson, I had him up there at one time. I'm but, sorry. No, I, nobody I, I couldn't put AB. Odell. I'm sorry. I couldn't put Odell up there. After he got beat up by the uh, kicking net. <laughs> After that happened, <laughs> I just was like, all right, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, can't but, be a diva. You get beat I mean, up by even, an I mean, object. But the thing about Odell is you could talk about Odell about him going on that trip before the playoff game. You could talk about him probably sniffing cocaine in that picture or whatever. One thing about um, Odell, like anytime when he has an issue as far as being a diva receiver, it pertained to him being a football player. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it pertained to him either getting better or getting worse on the field. A.B. is out here is just mad because other people getting a little bit of shine. I mean, I, I to me, you, I, I like Odell, the fact that he gets upset because of what happens on the field. He's a diva receiver because of what happens on the field. I, I give him that, you know. <laughs> Put him in a gay said they had Odell on Ridland last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's sad because you know the reality of that is that there are a lot of football players on that shit too. Yeah, yeah. I knew a couple of guys suffered from ADD. Yeah, but but the, it was basically it controlled them on the field because you got some people who get that adrenaline running on top of them having that. You know, that need in that, I mean, you can, 
they can really kill themselves on the field like that. I mean, like literally die because they're just overwhelmed with so much as they're on the field. So, yeah, I, I've known some players who, who've taken, you know, who had to take Ritalin and other yeah. some form of downers while they're playing because of yeah, they, 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 they would get overhyped. I mean, they video feel like they, terms, yeah, they put that in video. They would they would uh, call it nerfed. Like yeah. those players got nerfed. Yeah, they basically had a nerve. Like once they put them pads on, their jersey on, they put the helmet on, and they they out there. They they feel like they he man, and and they they the adrenaline is running, and they already overwhelmed. They had to take that stuff. So yeah, I, and, <laughs> but Odell though he's a reeling for another reason. But um, um, prior to us going to the gaming stuff, I I, I think this would be a, de- a decent segue before we get to it. Um, every Monday I'm going to put out a poll. And um, shout out to everybody who um, participated in the poll. And in the poll, I had on uh, what topic would you like to hear about? And this is the opportunity to where the the viewers or the listeners to the podcast can actually um, put in a topic for each week. Outside of what you know, Kurt Thomas do. We, we always appreciate that as well. Chris Thomas. Well, I said Chris I said Thomas. I'm just- <laughs> not Kurt. <laughs> Chris. Jeez. Oh God. My ah. bad, man. My bad. I'm gonna buy you a Kurt Thomas jersey from the Knicks. Oh, <laughs> but um, it's just gonna say Thomas. So I'm like, yeah. Either way, just it, either way, he wins, right? Make sure it's forty, not the second number he got when he <laughs> right. came back to Knicks. All right, but um, with um the topics, uh, the first one I put up was the first exposure to sports, like basically our first exposure to learning about sports and our experience behind that. Um, the second one was the um. Best football game in gen, which only got 20% of the vote. Um, I think that'll be a good topic somewhere down the road. Um, also, with XFL expectations, only got 12% of the vote, which um, I'm actually surprised I didn't get more than what I thought it would get. But um, overwhelmingly, 60% people wanted to um, talk about um, the license. Uh, I'm going to put this up so people can look at the poll real quick. People wanted to talk about the license to uh, the the NFL license, and will it ever be uh, open again? Um, there's the screen share if anybody want to see it. Um, got 25 votes. Um, honestly, it's more than what I thought it'd be, to, especially with you know the viewership that we have. Um, I really appreciate everybody who came through to 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 watch. Oh well, to take part of the poll and people who do watch and listen to the podcast as well. So um, that is the the, the results of the poll and uh we can get right into it dj i'm gonna let you go first um do you think or we do you think it'd be viable for the nfl license to be open there's a yes it should be viable but to the nfl is not viable uh there should be obviously is my personal opinion uh I feel like with other leagues leaving their licenses open, they've left it to the video games to either produce or not produce and just leave it, leave the competition at the uh, video game level and not in the boardroom. I think that's where the NFL continues to fail each and every time with the, with this exclusive licenses that they took it out the video game makers hands and made it a boardroom decision. So when EA, when they have to think about things, they're not thinking about the fact that, okay, we can win this war based on what we make. Oh, no, we can win this war based on the marketing 
that we can put forth for the NFL and the NFL will be, will back us up 100% because, you know, they, that's the way the NFL is operating. Like you look at uh, the fact that the NFL only deals with Nike to make their apparel. I'm like, you do see players wearing other stuff, but as far as their jerseys and stuff like that, but other than um, the gloves, you'll see some people wear Adidas. I'm like, you even see it in the Madden game. You see Adidas apparel, you see Under Armour, see all those things, but they exclusively deal with Nike. Yeah. But that's, but you know, overall the NFL and and its exclusive license have been bad from the start. It really did take not only the hands that it take it took the ability to make a great game based on competition amongst the video game makers out of their hands. So at EA, let's say let's say EA wasn't the one that benefited from the license. Let's say 2K benefited from the license. I believe they would have went stale too. That's a separate opinion. But either way. I mean, it, it'll probably it'll probably took a longer time, but I believe so too. But yeah, but overall, in as far as this exclusive license, of like we have nothing. Oh damn, it's three nothing Tampa. Anyway, as far as the exclusive license, I know you guys voted for it as far as the the topic, but it's just like I would like to know what you guys want to know i'm like because obviously we don't have any details other than the fact of what we already overheard what was it a tweet years ago saying that the license is still closed off to any other uh gaming companies right yeah um uh, yeah put I, your I, yeah, put your ideas in the in the comment section uh, i mean in the chat about what you think it, you know about this situation um me personally i i've i've I don't think it'll ever be open just because the way the NFL runs their business. Even if the, another company was to make a football game, I think it would be exclusive to that company. Now, was it a good idea? Maybe money-wise, like put them in the game set, they're making loot. But um, at the end of the day, I think it was a bad idea because of the quality of the game. Um, You had a lot of... I'm not even talking about 2K. Uh, I, you just had a lot of companies that was first party developers that would make amazing games. I mean, you look at the NFL fever games, those Mm -hmm. games could have been very good if they would continue. Um, Sony, Sony's done a great job with their MLB to show game. Now, could you imagine if they took a studio that was, that was completely making a game for their Sony console, a football game. I'm not saying it's going to be the caliber of MLB to show because we may never know, but just the fact that you are making a game in-house for one particular console, I think the quality of those games skyrocket. I mean, like every most first-party games that are exclusive to a console, nine times out of ten are very good. I mean, you look at the Halos, people can talk about what they say what they want about Halo, but Halo is a very well-crafted game. You look at the Uncharted series, another well-crafted game order 1886 even though people have their issues with that game you look at that game it's very well well crafted horizon zero dawn um quantum break on the xbox like uh, the only one i could think of i don't know about quantum break i heard quantum break wasn't well i mean i guess you're right about that because i'm not necessarily you might right you might right because quantum break is not necessarily a, a microsoft game 
But, I mean, but you may be right. But but when you look at most of the games that come out that's exclusive to a console, they're 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 done very well compared to third party games. I mean, that that's just how it's always been. I mean, I could think about that even going back to the Nintendo days. I mean. I mean, I mean the old Nintendo days. Most of their first party titles are well crafted. Now you flip that with the Sega Sega games. The Sega Genesis games were well crafted games when you make them for one mm-hmm. particular machine. So it's like it, it I think that's the big downfall to it. It's not necessarily about just 2K coming back to make a game because the license would be open or the fact that they couldn't make an NFL game because the license was closed. It's just the missed opportunities for other consoles in their first-party games to make a game. Because I, I believe that with that being said, I think the first-party games would surpass possibly what even 2K or EA could have done. I mean, you look at MLB The Show, their first-party game, just they just shitted on 2K's baseball game. You know what I'm saying? It is that it that's the way I feel about it. I just think that when you have a first party company doing something like this, they would um I think those are the ones that actually was hurting in the long run. But I mean that's just me. What 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 else you got, DJ? I got nothing else because it to me the the license has been a dead issue for quite some time. I'm like until the NFL opens it up, it, it's dead to me that the, the game itself, Madden, that's dead to me. And, you know, we're just moving. I'm just moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I me personally, I just come to grips with like, you know what? If another company makes a football game, I'm going to check it out. If the license is open, I'll check it out. But uh, I can't hammer that point anymore. I like to talk about it from time to time, but I can't hammer that point as much as some other people do. And my football gaming is not lacking. I mean, I, I own a whole bunch of games and I'll be quite honest between every, just about all the yearly titles that have come out back in the past, I have almost, which I shouldn't have these many football games. Cause I'm, you know, but I have almost 40 different football titles, separate games. So, I mean, I'm not going to really jump on it anymore. Like I, like I used to, um, NANA said um, they said that the NFL still has a relationship with EA. They don't. They haven't heard if it was exclusive. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it's, it's exclusive because if it wasn't, somebody would have said something. It would have been big news, and somebody would have tried to make a game by now. Um, Chris Thomas also mm-hmm. says I think companies don't want to go through all the red tape that the NFL gives out. That's another aspect that is actually interesting, and I I can believe that as well because the NFL restricts some games now. Um, NANA also says he won't play AAPF or NFL 2K until someone can mod the textures at the very least. That's going to be very difficult because neither one of those games are, they're not a PC game. When you're trying to mod games on a console, it's very different. You need to know the ins and outs of that particular console because those graphics, the graphics card or the graphic chips or the CPU chips that are in those consoles are way more difficult to to work with the mod compared to a personal PC is way different. Um, Bills is um, I think in he's jail. In, <laughs> he's not in. Jail. I already said that he's in jail. <laughs> he's not in jail. Bill said he he may be here, but he's um, 
he's working on something to be uh, on his music for something this he's weekend. Pre he's prepping for his studio uh, yeah. time. This yeah, Saturday. he's prepping for That's studio he's time this for. weekend. So he said he may or may not be here. But um, I think at the end of the day, when you look at um, the situation with the, the license, I think that you're basically um, you're handcuffed by the NFL at the end of the day. They, they just like to deal with one company when it comes to anything. So um, mm. put them in a game. Also says, do you think maximum and access become successful will encourage a larger company to try to hand a new football game? That's yes. The, yes, I think so. And I think that's the yes. best hope that we have. If maximum and access get a big footing in the football game in, you know, realm, I think a triple A or a big company would try to do an unlicensed game. I, I I totally and and look out for Maximum. Maximum of doing some big things, and I, I really got my eye on them. And not to put nothing against Axis because Axis is doing something good too. But what the things that Maximum are reporting or what they're adding in is very um interesting to say. Promising, yeah, yeah, very promising because they already they already have a game out there. They've been listening to feedback and they're putting little small things in their game to make you be like, you know what. I can I can get into this. So, um, uh, and let, plus I, I don't do and plus and plus I don't do pre-orders of games that don't exist. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't do that. IMV, IMV scammers. <laughs> Let's talk about this PS5 rumor before we get to the. Uh, we're gonna talk about the rumor and the Game Pass thing before we get to the other. Uh, uh, what's the name? Chris Thomas. Yeah, I got it right this time. Chris Thomas. Um, topic. Um. <laughs> PS5 rumor. I, I don't. I don't think I shared this with you, uh, DJ, yet. But um, no, you haven't. No, I haven't. But PS5 is supposed to introduce PS Plus Premium, and oh, have, I did hear something about that. Yeah, it's supposed to have exclusive beta and private servers. Um, I'm actually uh interested in that. Uh, but uh, do you have the article? Yeah, I'm about, to have... it up, so I'm, I'm about to. I'm gonna send yeah, it to I you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it up so everybody can see it. Okay, are you sending it in? I think okay. it's already in the Twitter DM, but I'll put it in the in this chat right here as well. Oh, look. Oh, I see it. You I'm got it? Okay. Um, I'm going to show it so everybody can see. Just give us one second. Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. Stop that. I'm going <laughs> to move it to the other screen so I can look at the feedback. On the screen. All right, come on, come on. There we go. There we go. Sorry for the sorry for the hold up, but I'm gonna get this right. Yeah, and I'm scanning through the article right scanning now. Scanning through it now. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. I presented to everyone. Skimming. That's what I meant to say. I'm skimming through the article. <laughs> All right, let's see if that's up and everybody can see it. If everybody can see it, that's cool. All right, good. It's up. All right, it's saying that um, the, it's going to have PS Plus Premium, private servers, and they got the specs down here at the bottom. Uh, they said PS Plus Premium will offer players guaranteed video game beta and alpha access as well as the ability to create private servers. Um, if anybody don't know anything about that, um, that's mostly a PC thing. Uh, if you're... Um, creating a private server basically like say if you're playing battlefield or whatever um battlefield you could create your own so i think you do this on ps4 now 
but you can create your server and you can have your own set of rules of how you play the game. You don't have to worry about that particular game. Oh, you're talking about the rental servers that uh yeah, that it, would it's kind of similar the, to that. But uh, yeah, that, and that's based on the company, the the game company yeah, making that, that available and not necessarily the system. But yeah, it right. is similar. But I think with the with the console, I think they're doing that within the console realm, not the game by game basis. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be pretty interesting with that. Um, they didn't really much put anything else out there. They said that they're going to reveal it in the second quarter of 2019, which is basically uh around E3 or whatever. I guess I think that's something about right. Um, and they said the they said that the rumor is that the PlayStation Five is supposed to be out um between March or November 2020. I mean that's a big that's a big window, but they said it's going to be between March and November 2020. I'm guessing it's going to be around maybe the August, September time so everybody can catch it for the Christmas time. I don't think it's going to be released that early in the year. Uh, also, if you look at these specs, um, CPU is a 7 nanometer Ryzen 8 core 16 threads. GPU is a 7 nanometer Navi Architect around 14 teraflops. 24 gigabytes of GDR6 RAM and uh, 4 gigabytes of DDR4 for the operation system. Two terabyte um, hard drive, which I, I wish they would win SSD, but that's another story. And they say it can go up to 8K upscaling. So with that being said, I know that's a bunch of crazy tech talk. Um, just to be put in layman's terms, the CPU is probably going to be somewhere like a CPU 2700X by AMD, um, somewhere similar to maybe a Sony Vega 64 graphics card. Um, the, everybody should know what the GD, uh, the 24 gigs of RAM, that, that's simple. The hard drive, same thing. Um, you're looking at a, a, a fairly high-end PC for this console. It should be able to do 4K easily. Um, yeah, it should do 4K easily. If anything, 4K 30. I'm not going to go out there and say 4K 60. That's pushing it. For every game should be in 4K. Uh, the fact that it's giving you 24 gigabytes of RAM, that's very that's very impressive, actually, because uh, most games, even to this day, only use 8 gigabytes of RAM for most of their games. The 8K upscaling is basically, um, I, I'm pretty sure that's just for screen, uh, screenshots or like if you want to take a photo or whatever. I don't think there's not going to be any game that's going to be pushing 8K. Maybe 5K, but you're probably talking about a a very low spec 5k game, but uh, and it says it's going to be around $500. Um, DJ, with all this going on, what are, what are your thoughts? Let me see, it's it's it is going to be interesting that that another console generation is coming, is is upcoming. It said released sometime in 2020, is what the rumor is saying. Yeah, that's seven uh, years, that's that's actually. That's about right for usual uh, uh, console yeah, generation. I remember, we, we come from the the past where generations lasted a lot longer. I'm like, especially in this generation where we, you you had a half a step in the middle of it, so it kind of really cut this generation in half. Yeah, so that is true. Yeah, that is true. That's you true. could say seven, but technically it was like three, three and three. <laughs> Before we made that half step, so another three or four, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's probably like three and three. Yeah, and yeah. um, I'm look the specs, they're impressive. 
I don't really care about the visuals. So when you talk about 8K scaling, you know, the whole visual talk is what got us in trouble in the first place. Because yeah. if we would have been aiming for performance, we would have gotten this in the PS4. As yeah, far as the took- CPU and the graphics cards. Well, not the graphics. As far as the CPU is concerned, we would have gotten this in our CPU. I think the original PS4 and the original Xbox One should have targeted 1080p 60. And if they did go mm-hmm. with the Pro, it should have been 1440p 60. That that's my I, I think that's what they should have done if they would have done performance. And then I know put them in the game said rumored backwards compatibility. I'm I'm gonna get to that. Oh, it says it in there too. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that in a second. Let me get that in a second. Yeah. Um I'm I'm of course I know the price was gonna possibly gonna go up to about five hundred dollars. So it's just like Hey, that just it kind of comes with the territory, but at the same time, you gotta think about by twenty twenty, are these specs really gonna be worth five hundred dollars? Yeah, see, that's another thing because technology moves fast. Exactly. You know, I mean, we're just talking about the twenty eighty Ti out by twenty twenty. We're probably talking about another graphics card that probably beats that. All right, so you're talking about I should only be paying four hundred by the time that this comes out if these are the specs. They're gonna be in the PS5, and I can only imagine uh, what Xbox is gonna come up with because I think w- w- their plan is to possibly counter PlayStation again. Because if they continue to counter PlayStation, all, Xbox will always have like the more powerful console. They just have to make games for once. I think you know what Xbox, and we can talk about this another time. But Xbox mm-hmm. easily could be in a position to be really dominating these console generations because you look at what they did with the original xbox and xbox 360 they done they put themselves in a position to actually be the top dog but they just can't get the games they They just can't can't. make the games they can't keep these studios open i know they they, i know in the last year they bought a whole bunch of studios that that was making games for them anyway but you can't dominate the console generation with state of decay 2 right and (laughs) and see a thieves it's just not how you're gonna do it you can't get it done with those two and you know how much i love the original xbox there's no reason why the original xbox couldn't just blow the ps2 out the water no reason the problem was the ps2 had the games ps2 killed them with the games same thing with the 360 the 360 started off running really good that back end of that console generation ps3 put out them games killed them but they were the top, and, and I'm not even gonna talk about this generation. I mean, Xbox just they, they shot themselves in the foot. But um, I, I think this is great as far as for console gamers. Um, I'm not, I'm not a PC elitist, but I know what PC games and PC architect consist of. And with this right here, like DJ said, a year from now, this could be obsolete material you know that that we're buying so with with it being a 499 price tag it, it may need to be you know three you know 379 400 you know so oh, let me let me just i'm sorry to interrupt let me b5 just said not ready for new gen because you won't get much more visually out like if if you look at what the human eye can take 10 1080 or 4k are probably the the highest that the human eye can take. Now, I'm not an expert in the human eye, but from what I can see, no pun intended, um, 
there, there's obviously a difference between 1080p and 4K, but look, as far as the visuals on the games, I felt, I, I, I still feel that, you know, if we would have been more focused on the performance of these games, then I, I 4K think right. would have been pushed. DJ- the resolution, the, the, the resolution to these consoles are great. Don't get me wrong. They push the 4K stuff. But to be honest, yeah. some people like to brag about this, and they may be, they maybe can't because some people are different. You put a 4K, you put a 4K visual or game up next to a 1440p one, it's very hard to tell the difference between the two. I mean that it is what it is, but you honestly can tell when you're playing a game at 30 compared to playing a game at 60. Oh yeah, remember when we jumped on Battlefield 4? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to get used to the 60 frames yeah. real quick, and you got people on PC playing 120, right, and a lot more and higher, right. So, and, and, and that's and, and and that's the thing, DJ. That's one of the reasons why I've been real slow to build my next PC because I'm like. Why am I going to build my PC to push 4K when most of the stuff out here, even with the 1080 or well, the 2060 or the 1660 graphics card, they're they're just basically pushing 1440p60 when I can kind of already got that right now. I don't need the high resolution like that. I could push most games at 1440p, but I can get 1080p60 like that. Sometimes I can get 1080p 120 like it ain't nothing. And I, I like the performance over the vision because 1080p, yeah, you can tell the difference easily between 1080p and 4K, mm. but it's nothing like having that over 75, 80, 80 frames per second in the game. It, it's just nothing like it, you know. So I don't, I don't know. But um, the rumor backwards compatibility. I'm gonna click on this because I think this is at least an article in March 27th. I, I clicked on it earlier. Yeah, yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, I, that was I'm, something else I clicked on. My fault. Oh no, no, you're not getting clown for that B5. You're right. The Xbox One X version for Madden looks way better because I, I, I don't even think it's because of the resolution. I just think it's a more powerful console. Both of them are pushing 4K at 60, but the thing is, you just have better. You just got better parts or more advanced parts in the Xbox One. It, 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 it they're just going to render it better. Now, I mean, that's just basically like, I'm going to take it back. You look at a game like um, OutRun, OutRun 2, or no, OutRun 2006 for the Xbox, original Xbox, and the PS2. Both of them ran at 480p, and I know we're talking about a low low uh, resolution. Both ran at 480p, but when you look at those two games side by side, the Xbox original Xbox version shits on the PS2 version, and they're the same resolution. So I mean I I I totally understand what you're saying, but yeah, um, same thing with Red Dead Redemption for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Both of them ran at 720p, but there's no doubt that the 360 version looked way better than the PS3 version. You know, um, uh, Red Dead Red Dead Two on Xbox One X is higher resolution than the PS4 version, Pro version. But um, let, let's talk about this backwards compatibility. Um, I know DJ said he clicked on it. Um, there's been patents out here. Um, all these these pop ups. Oh my god, I hate these pop ups. Yeah, I'm getting the same thing. Yeah. Um, 
they basically already have a patent for um all of these um this backwards compatibility. Um I'm just gonna read this what Mark Cerny said for about the patent. A new device is executing an application on a new CPU determines whether the application is for a legacy device having legacy and having a legacy CPU. When the application is for the legacy device, the new CPU executes the application with select features for the new CPU. Now I'm gonna stop right there. Basically, what they're saying is the CPU is going to detect the application for a legacy device, let's say for a PlayStation 2, that the new CPU will execute the application with selected features of the new CPU. So basically, the new CPU is going to execute the application, the PlayStation 2, to with selected features for the CPU that are not present, that the legacy CPU is disabled, or latency instruction execution or CPU alter to match or approximate the latency of the legacy CPU. Once again, it's basically saying that the PlayStation 5 computer is going to give um is going to give the actual approximate latency or is going to mimic what the PlayStation 2 did. So basically they have this. I'm not going to read the rest of it, but in short terms, it's just basically saying that the PlayStation 5 should be able to mimic what the PlayStation 3, 2, and 1 did. Um, the PlayStation 4 doesn't need this backwards compatibility. They're basically going to be running off the same architecture. So you should not have an issue with dip playing PlayStation 4 games. So um, the rumor out there, based on what this is saying, if true, we shouldn't have an issue with uh, PlayStation 5 playing the older stuff. My main thing <coughs> is the PlayStation 3, for example, it, which is very difficult to emulate. Um, I want to see how that goes because that's going to be the kicker. The PlayStation 2 um, it's already been proven that it is nothing to, to emulate the PlayStation 2 at this point, even though that was kind of difficult as well. The PlayStation 1 is a breeze. If anybody knows anything about PlayStation 1 emulation, the PlayStation 1 can be emulated on a cell phone. It can be emulated on a, a iPad. Um, it, it's very easy to do the PlayStation 1 emulation. So if anything, I'm actually surprised that the PlayStation 1 emulation has not been on the PlayStation 4 yet. And it probably never will see the light of day. Um, what are your thoughts about this backwards compatibility before we jump to the Game Pass, DJ? Man, all I know is that as long as Siphon Filter is available, that's all I care about. I think at this point, um, I think at this point, I, they should just go ahead and just let everybody play their disc if you have a disc or just transfer that entire PlayStation library that was on the PS3, just put it in the next PlayStation store because they have Cypher Filter. Yeah, because I, I I think they... I, I, I know the story of that game and it's just like, I know that it's supposed to end it at some point, but I need a Siphon Filter game. I need another Splinter Cell game. I want to play those old... Well, I had the old Splinter Cell games on PC. Yeah, yeah right I still, now I still got my PC compatibility. Well. I use my PC. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think that people don't really want to talk about this. They may not understand it, but the game, uh, the backwards compatibility that Xbox have done is very successful. It, it and nobody people come up with their little numbers saying only two percent of people playing it. That fuck all that. 
it's very successful because if it wasn't, I mean, I think what they wouldn't continue to be putting games on it. They wouldn't be trying to push it. They wouldn't be trying to tell people to use it. But um, Sony sees this and they see that the fact that, okay, this situation with PlayStation now is not all cracked up. What is cracked up to be. So I think that we're just going to go another route and do it the, the, the real way. And if they do it the real way, I think they're going to have a lot of success because just like with music, people like to move their music to other platforms. Like when a PC, when they build their PC, it all their music should still be able to play on that new iTunes. You know, people should be able to play their music from one phone to the next. You know, some people should be able to, like with DVD players or whatever, just because you buy a new Blu-ray player or a new uh, 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 4K uh, Blu-ray player, your Blu-ray should not stop working. So why why is this a problem with games? And I, I think that people will be more susceptible to it, you know, if it's just implemented right. I think the PlayStation done an excellent job with it up to the PS3. It's just that it got too expensive for them to do it. So I think with this new patent that we just talked about, I think they're trying to do it to where, like I said, the PS5 can emulate these other CPUs. And if they can do it, sky's the limit. I think it's, I think it'll work. Um, B5 said, do you know what people are using to open 360 or PS3 save files to mod on a PC? Um, yes, I do. Uh, I'll probably share that with you later. I know more about the PS3 than the Xbox 360 one, but I'll, I'll share it with you later. Um, what are your thoughts, DJ? Well, I think the the PlayStation is definitely looking at what Google is trying to do with its streaming and trying to avoid streaming old games. They want to definitely would be interesting to see if Google's able to do it streaming wise where they can have all these games streamed and stuff like that but honestly our internet structure here in the United States is not let me see it's consistent but then again it's also inconsistent enough to to the point where these systems, these console systems definitely need to take advantage and create an, that infrastructure that gives you more of a, not the streaming downloads, but actual downloads that you can just put on your console and play. So if they can take advantage of that, I see that as a good thing. I really don't want to go to streaming route as far as for old games. So PS, I know PS now has been good, but I want something, and I think they added the ability to download games. Yeah, they so, they they had the, they got the abilities where you can download games now. Yeah, yeah. So but I, I think like... I think what PS I think what PlayStation Three did was perfect. You don't have the physical copies of the games, but you can download any game off the PlayStation Store on the PS Three side, and long as you keep it to your hard drive, you're good. And I think that's. That's the best thing that you can do for people who don't have physical copies of these games. Look, you go on the, you can go on the internet right now, like go to the um, the website right now, the PlayStation Store website. There are so many PlayStation 1 games that are on there. Just bring them over. There are some PlayStation 2 classics. Just bring them over. You know what I mean? 
It's just mm-hmm. that I don't see what the issue is because now it's like the streaming stuff is just not is just not what's happening. I hope they don't they don't even try to continue to go that route. You know, uh, I mean that's all I got to say about the PS Five Game Pass is one dollar. Who cares? Is one dollar? Why would you be mad? You know, I mean that's the only thing I got to mm-hmm. add to that. You know, well, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Is it's just like when you have a sale going on, why are you going to get mad? It, it's one dollar. Just get it. <laughs> just just take advantage of it because and and you know what. I also would like to know the details behind it being $1. Is it $1 for a limited amount of time? Is it like $1? Because I know Game Pass is a service. So is it $1 per month or set month? I think it's, I think it's, for some people have been trying, some people have been getting it for $1 a month for a good bit of time. But I think this particular offer, I think it's limited, like, I think it's a limited amount of time, but there's ways that you can get Game Pass for a dollar. You just got to go on the internet and look and get a deal. Okay, I just I just saw it. It's for a month. It says join Xbox Game Pass and get your first month for a dollar. Right. So uh, you you're basically it's basically a trial. Right. You, you you're risking one dollar just to try Xbox Game Pass, which I'm like people deal with trial uh, editions. Um, each time before, like Hulu had trial version before you tried it. Netflix had trial. All these services have trials before. The one dollar is just a trial. It it says just yeah. I I don't see why anyone would be upset or I mean you get a, some type of thing about it. It's, I, I it's had I had trial. I had Game Pass for a while. I mean I, I I didn't renew it this month, but you literally have access to over. A hundred plus games, not mm-hmm. only just X, not only just Xbox One games. We have Xbox 360 games that that'll run just fine on your Xbox One, and not only that, you're downloading these games. You're not streaming them. So even even if it was just at nine ninety nine, ten dollars a month, you're still getting a, a you're getting a fantastic deal in my opinion. Right. But for it to be one dollar, I mean, what is there to be mad? At? I mean, unless you're about this console war life. It, you know, you shouldn't be pissed off by this. I don't. I don't see yeah, why. Why would you be? Yeah, um, it's just like you know, you need. I'm like, I don't know what numbers that they're looking at as far as like their user base, as far as who's using Game Pass. But this is the early. St- I mean, it's still in the early phases of Game Pass, so it's just like they're gonna throw stuff out like this because they It's a way to attract users this is just strictly it's really business one-on-one right. so it ain't and they said they had og xbox games on there too i mean it, it's a win-win for gamers why would people even try to make fun of something like this hell playstation need to do the shit too <laughs> right you know and it's i'm like more more cons more companies need to come up with something that that has a one dollar trial or a free trial 30 day trial and 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 go from there i remember one time i was on hulu for like three for three was it a six month trial at one point in hulu yeah i'm about to say didn't hulu hulu or netflix they did a a six month trial for like yeah and it was like it wasn't even it was no more than ten dollars or something like that 
No, I no six months for. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was a reduced price for like. Yeah, it was six a reduced months. price reduced, for six months. Still, like, I mean, you, six months for like I think at the time it was like six six dollars. I was like, hell yeah, six months. And they, and they, and they said he must be poor as hell. <laughs> they can't afford. <laughs> wow. But no, I like I'm like dead serious. Like you get access to so many games, like really. And we were just talking about this physical copy thing last week. It's like this type of stuff would make me advocate for digital copies of games because you can get so much for so little. And if it's all about gaming, you you don't lose. You can't lose. You know, it's like I, I don't get it. It's I don't know. I mean, my thing is like, look, more power to them. And I think that. PS4, the Sony side is seeing the writing on the wall. I think this is why they're talking about this backwards compatibility thing. And even mm -hmm. if it's just the CPU mimicking what the older consoles could do, if they do the same thing like what they're doing with Game Pass and say, hey, look, for $5 a month, you can get all of this and we're just going to start trickling games in. And on top of that, if you have your regular disc, put your disc in, you're good. I don't, I don't see where I don't see the problem. If you're laughing at another company for doing shit like this, you got a fucking problem. Because for me, I'm not laughing. I'm going to get the damn console. I'm going to be playing these games while these people are uh, being stupid. I don't know. I mean, it's just me. Uh, anything else you got, DJ, before we uh, go to this last topic? It's $1. Take advantage. It'll be $9.99 probably... <laughs> yeah. Uh, in your first month, probably in the next 30 days or so. So just take advantage. Don't be a closed minded gamer. Take advantage. I, I don't see. I, I won't be that. able to because I only have a PS4. So. Uh, NA, NA also said that um, they're going to integrate Xbox Live and Game Pass for $15 a month. That's, that's still, that's not a bad deal. Eat, look, look, long as it, you got to think about what you're getting for the price. You're getting free online gaming. You're getting all the the great stuff with Xbox Live Gold, and you're getting Game Pass. For I, I remember, shout out to Jack Move Johnny. You know, uh, you know he he's on the Weapon Wheel and Press Start podcast. He's saying that this is a bad idea. I get it if you can constantly get Game Pass for a dollar, whatever the case may be. But fifteen dollars a month, you're getting all. I don't see the problem with this price point. It, it I think it's good. Personally, it's I think that I, I don't see it. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I think further down the road, it's going to lead to other price points like PS Premium. When right. we have PS Plus, right? That's where that's I think that's what he's probably looking at. I'm like, he probably looks at it as a bad idea because now they're going to probably start stacking tiers on you. Like, if you want the alphas and and the beta access and the service like we were talking about with the like we were talking about earlier um then we're gonna have you pay this much you're already paying 60 dollars for ps uh plus and it, right now ps plus 60 dollars only gives you really only offers you discounts on certain games uh and can also give you discounts as far as free discounts on other games. I mean, you have access to like your 
like Xbox has games for gold every month. You know, PSN Plus has free games that they give out if you have PS Plus. But last generation, we weren't even paying for these services. Well, Xbox was. I think I think what he's saying, like if it's sixty dollars a year, I can understand where the fifteen dollars a month because it don't correlate if you add if you add it up to a yearly uh, deal. But 50, yeah, four months you're already paying sixty if you do that. Yeah, that, and I get what he's saying on that end, but I'm like saying if you really look at it, if it's fifteen dollars a month, and you're probably paying what after twelve, you're probably paying over a hundred and almost two hundred a year. It probably ninety nine per year. Yeah, yeah, you're probably paying that much, but still, even at that price point, you're still getting a lot of shit. I I don't because look at it, you're getting all these games from Game Pass. You're getting all these extra perks from um for Xbox Live Gold. You're probably end up paying over two hundred a month. That is four. That's almost four new games that you buy from GameStop or, or whatever the case may be. That's still that's four games you buy in. If the games are sixty dollars a piece, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I don't know, I, but I'm like, I think it, it'll be good for people who who like that type of stuff. I'm like, I'm 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 simple as far as what I need. I necessarily don't agree with paying for services to play online. If they were to somehow, well, I mean, that's another issue for the day. Like, yeah, yeah because. At this point, you're paying not just now you're paying a little bit more for online access. And that is actually the root of the issue that people that, will have. Is I mean, the that's, fact that's that robbery. Right now, you can play for free online with, with, on with Xbox. With Xbox. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, Xbox Live. Is free. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now if you look at that aspect of it, it's robbery. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And and that's that's really the core issue of why there are people that like me personally I I don't I don't want to continue to pay just to have online access. I already paid a cable company to have online access. Right, so you pay it twice why, to do the same thing. Why am I paying twice? Yeah, you exactly. pay it twice. I'm to paying do the same monthly thing. for internet access. Why am I paying just like for a year's worth of more internet access just to game? I'm like, yeah. That's yeah. The, that's the core issue that people have a problem. Put with. put them in the game. Put something out there about this backwards compatibility thing. The problem with the, the the problem with it, they're trying to make money off of it. But I the based the way technology is ran nowadays, it is nothing for them to just put these chipsets inside of the console and let the games play natively. It not. I mean, yeah, you talk about it back with the old fat PS3. Where you had the PlayStation 2 and you had the PlayStation 1 on the board. The PlayStation 2 chip was very expensive back in 2006. Now, this 13 years later. It should not be a problem for them to put those on the chip, put the chips on the board and for it to work. So the backwards compatibility situation should be either the chips on the board or have the CPU. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the CPU emulate those old consoles and you just hey i got i got all my playstation 2 discs still here let me just put it in the console and it should work i don't i, I i'm with you on that i don't see why that should be an issue like your your blu-ray players or your your like your 4k blu-ray players don't i i don't have one but don't they play regular dvds they should why shouldn't they you, you know, know like funny. you know, you know oh, i'm sorry no go ahead just a 
jump in real quick. You know, they really shouldn't have never taken out backwards compatibility in the first place. Of like the the last you really saw the last you really saw it was was PS3, if I'm not mistaken. I understand. Saw, I, like, under, I understand why they compatibility. Right. I understand why they took the PS2 one out because they said that the chipset for the the, the motion engine comp- CPU it was uh, uh, expensive. I get it. But it is not that expensive now. And the problem with that was they shouldn't have never tried to do this, oh, we're going to make it a cloud-based service backwards compatibility. That's the problem. Because the PlayStation 4 should be able to run PS2 games easily. You know what I'm saying? The PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. damn should be able to play, play um they should damn should be able to run PS1 games. Like I said, you can run PS1 games on your on your phone. So that shouldn't be an issue. So I mean, why they're trying to make it, it more much more complicated than what it is? You should be able to take your disc, whatever your disc is. Hey, hey, I want to play um the original God of War, even though you know they did, you know, other um uh iterations of it with upscaling. But I want to play my goddamn PS2 disc version of it. I pop it in this issue work. Uh, I want to play, you know, Twisted Metal or whatever the case may be. It's probably, it should work. You know, I don't see why not. I mean, it's te- like for some reason, they act like technology is so damn slow for these consoles where like right now I can put a PS2 game in my PC right now and I can run my PlayStation 2 emulator on my PC and it'll read the disc and it should play on this PC. So why in the hell that a PlayStation 4 can't do that? You know, I mean, it, at least with the Xbox One, they're giving you something like that. So um, I, I don't have anything else. I just think it's it's, it's robbery. They're just trying to scan, get people out of, out, out, out of money. But um, the last topic we have is from um, Chris Thomas. He gave out another um, a topic for the podcast. And I think this is something we kind of inter- we talked about when we was talking about the AAF. Um, basically, he said that, um, do you think football players, college football players, will start being one and dones now that the XFL is coming next year? Um, no. I don't think so. No. The XFL is just going to have to put out a lot of money to these players if possible. Other than that, I don't see it happening. No, I'm with you, DJ. I don't see it happening. Uh, no, no, because it's it's a physical sport. The, the body at 18 and 19 is not going to be able to handle getting hit like it is. It's still, I'm like, your body is still developing, and you're going to put it, are you going to try to get one, get one year of college out the way just to jump into a pro game where you're going to have people. I'm like, you know, he haven't even spent the year to get acclimated with the college speed, much less pro speed. I don't care what, what NFL probably the fastest you'll ever see, but pro sports in general are much faster than college. So it's just like you only spent one year and I don't care what anybody says. You need three years of college football. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it from a different angle speed. that you're looking at it, but I understand what you're saying. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the it. Game my... is like, what do you mean, D? They don't tackle no more. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, my thing is, um, I think it's a money issue. I don't think that the XFL is going to be able to pull players out of college fast enough 
Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to pull college players out fast enough because they don't have the money. I don't think it's a physical wear and tear. I think because if you just have a bunch of one and duns in the XFL, you still got a bunch of one and duns in the XFL. It's not going to be a physical toll on them. I just think it's just going to be the money aspect. I don't think the XFL is going to give them enough money to say, you know what, I'm going to leave, go to the XFL, and then I'm going to go to the NFL after that. As a stopgap, I'm going to make, what, 30000 a year or 40000 a year for one year and make me a little bit of money and go to the, I don't. I just don't think they have enough money. You look at the AAF, the AAF was backed by a lot of investors, and they still tanked. So I don't think the XFL would have that that kind of that, that kind of pull as far as them being one and done. So that that's we're looking at it from two different angles, but the result is the same. No, I don't think they'll be able to. Yeah, I, I I don't have a favorable opinion on. I don't I don't have a favorable opinion all, of the so. XFL being successful at this point. Quite honest, I I, I don't. Think I'm the still XFL... trying to figure out who's running the money in the AFL. Somebody ran home with that money. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, my my God, DJ, say what they they can say what they want about the first couple of weeks of the AF. Somebody stealing after... money. After the third week, that was some good damn football, and all of a sudden, it's just it just fell it just fell by the wayside. It's yeah, so somebody, uh, it's so unfortunate. Money. It's so unfortunate because that league was actually a good league to watch. I like the rules, I like the setup, I like the presentation. Everything about that league was actually on the up and up. It just behind the scenes, they just didn't have the money. It it fucking sucks. Mm. I don't know. The league with the best players will always reign supreme. The AAF, the AAF was borderline debunking that. They were borderline debunking that because even though the players were inferior to the NFL, the product on the field as a collective was more entertaining. You felt like you was watching football. Not saying you don't watch football in the NFL, but the AAF gave you a grittier a grimy side of football that people like me and dj who did play football we felt what was going on on the field because we could relate to that side of football compared to the nfl which more professionals a little bit more softer we can relate to it but it just wasn't it wasn't the type of football that we encountered when we played uh am i right or wrong dj do you feel the same way yeah i, I feel the same way yeah, put them in the game. Said the AF was good because they had so they didn't have so many rules, but the players were scab players at best. <laughs> you you yeah yeah okay yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, even and disagree. Then, and then what what was it? There was a there was a comment before NANA said Dan Patrick said the owner was after gambling tech that was involved somehow. Once he got that, he bounced. <laughs> Send me the link to that. I need to read that. <laughs> Cause that that's crazy. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah. that, that, Dan Patrick is actually somebody I would listen to when he says stuff. So that I can believe it. Unlike Colin Cowherd, I mean, I ain't got nothing against him, but when he says stuff, you'd be like, "Hold up a minute." Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I I think that's pretty much it for the podcast. You got anything else extra, um, DJ? Oh, I do have one. I want. Throw it out there to my um my birthplace DC because there's been this thing going on where people who are just moving into the neighborhood are trying to mute the music. We had this this uh, trending hashtag called 
don't mute DC. Basically, what's going on? There's a Metro PCS, and I I forgot which part of DC, but they used to play what they call they used to play go go music, which is local to the DC area. They used to play right. go go music there. And what happened? Uh, uh, somebody who just recently moved into the neighborhood complained enough to the point where they got the store, the Metro PCS store, to stop playing the go go music. Man, if they don't get there, store. Now the thing is, the, the go go music had been playing in front of the store, or had been playing in this particular area of DC for like thirty plus years. Uh-huh. So I, I definitely wanted to give a shout out to those that are making the hashtag uh, don't mute DC trending and, you know, DC being my birthplace. Don't don't mute go go. Don't come in like we call them colonizers. Don't come into DC and expect to have your way. You knew the deal when you signed on the dotted line to live there. You got to accept the culture, assimilate into the culture like you know, others want us to do with the rest of the country, but still, you'd accept them move back out. Can I put them in the game and say, can we get a movement against elevated music? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Only if they play the Imperial March. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I don't have anything else, man. Listen, once again, people who come through, uh, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe already. Uh, follow us on your favorite um, uh, platform as far as I- iTunes and SoundCloud so you can listen to us on the go. All the links is down in the description of the YouTube channel. If you're listening to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, or hell, even if you listen to us on YouTube, share it. Let everybody know what we're doing over here. Uh, got more stuff in in uh, in the works as far as the podcast goes. Um, myself, follow me on Twitter. VF Baller, DJ's at DJ81. Bills, he's not here, but still, Bills fourth. Catch him out, catch him on that as well. And yeah, um, he was online. <laughs> Didn't want to. He was online the whole entire time. Hmm. Yeah, let you know, make you think what he's really doing, right? Like you prepping for the studio, but but you on Facebook though. <laughs> okay. All right. I see how it is. Every yeah, every Wednesday at seven, man, we're gonna be here trying to give you this uh real um honest opinions about games and game and uh sports gaming sports topic as far as uh <laughs> put them in the I'm game not even gonna he's a stripper and a sellout oh, <laughs> it's like, man. Just... oh man <laughs> no man because that's messed up because i know what he looks like i'm not even trying to Come on, man. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm just saying. I mean, you've seen pictures of him on Facebook or whatever. You don't want to have that visual, man. Really? You you actually trying to visualize this man as a stripper? No, I'm not trying to visualize him as a stripper. I'm just saying it's just, God damn, why would you put it out there like that? Come on, man. No, you put it out there like that. You just put it out there like that. Oh, my God. No, put him in the game did that. No, but you even... You know what it, you know what put him in the game is he he's a lifetime troll anyway. <laughs> he got me. Uh iTunes SoundCloud, like I said, man. Um share it, please. Um give uh, leave us a review on uh on iTunes. You know, that that helps. I'm trying to get us on Stitcher and Spotify. Um mm-hmm. that stuff is just in the works. Uh basically we gotta get and our your local strip joint too. <laughs> we just gotta get our numbers up to get there. Um 
for the most part. So more people listen, you know, more people share, more people um, rate us. Like you can rate us, give us a review, like button on Facebook, um, uh, like button on SoundCloud, even retweeting, tweeting out the podcast, all that stuff helps. Um, I'm, I'm done here. I uh, think I'm going to put out another video. Thanks for the feedback on the last video I put out. Um, a lot of good stuff there. And uh, any last words, DJ? Uh, check out the NHL playoffs. The better playoff system than the NBA. So definitely, let's see. Definitely check that out. And I think NANA just said type Dan Patrick and AAF first link that comes up. I can't post the link. Okay. I'll, it's all I'll good. It's all good. We're, don't worry about it. I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it out. I appreciate that too. And, um, and and like I said, just like what um Chris Thomas did, if y'all got any topics that you uh that you find interesting for us to talk about, send them to me on Twitter, you know, uh, at VF Baller or hell, send it to DJ, send them the bills. You know, we're all if it's interesting to us, we'll talk about it and um we just go from there. And I uh, yeah, appreciate and when it. Bills is done stripping, then he'll probably respond. <laughs> all right, y'all. See y'all next Wednesday, man. You guys take it easy. Seven o'clock. Peace. Peace.